This is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. Hey y'all, before we get started in this episode, I wanted to share with you that I have created a podcast survey to learn more about you, my listeners. The survey asks who you are, why you love the show, and what you want to hear more about. So would you be willing to take two minutes to fill it out? Your feedback is so helpful as I continue to create the show and create content just for you. So if you would, check it out. It's going to be at the bottom of my show notes, and I am going to link the survey there. Thank you all, and I hope that by doing so, I can make the show better for you. Hello, everybody. I hope you're excited to come back today and talk about the Holy Spirit a little bit more. So I posted a poll asking you guys to listen, to give me feedback, to send in some questions, and I had some great, great questions. So off of those, I've made a few high points that I wanted to hit today. So half of the episode, I will be covering Holy Spirit high points. And then the last half, I posted another poll, and I just said, ask me anything. And so I thought it would be a fun way to wrap up before summer kind of gets going. I know that schedules pick up, um, especially if you're a parent. Things are wild and crazy in the summer, so buckle up. I hope that this episode encourages you for the rest of the weeks ahead, and I'm excited to share a few things that I have pulled just for you. So I'm just going to hop in here for the first part on high points of the Holy Spirit. So last week, I mentioned that the Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity. So Father God... Um, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is mentioned all throughout the Old Testament as well as the New Testament, even though a lot of people think that the Holy Spirit is only present in the Old Testament. So I have pulled for you a few chapters, verses in the Old Testament to point back to Holy Spirit was there all along. And what's really fun is that Holy Spirit was present when God was creating the earth. So here we go. Genesis 1, 2 says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Job twenty six thirteen says, By his Spirit he adorned the heavens. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. And in Isaiah 32, 15, it says, Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is counted as a forest. So we see there are many references. These are just three, but these are references throughout the New Testament of the Holy Spirit and its presence. And last week, I know that I referenced people in the Old Testament, and the Bible would say the Spirit of God fell on them, and through that they were able to do mighty and supernatural acts like Samson and the strength that he had and Gideon. So there there are many examples, um, but these are just a few because I wanted to give you actual scripture. And again, I will go back and put these in my show notes at the end so you can reference them yourself. Um, it's all over. I only pulled a few 
And even though the Holy Spirit was there in the Old Testament, He was made available to everyone after the new covenant was made by the blood of Jesus. So this is where the New Testament kind of comes into play. And we hear mention of this in Matthew 3, verse 11 from John the Baptizer. And if you remember, if you've read the Bible, you know that John the Baptist, John the Baptizer is Jesus' cousin, and he comes before him to pave the way before Christ. Um, and one of those things that he does is he actually baptizes Jesus. So that's what that's what we were getting into at Matthew 3. Matthew 3, 11, John says, I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not even worthy to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. That is the New Living Translation. And there's another version that I really like that says, Matthew 3:11. Those who repent, I baptize with water, but there is coming a man after me who is more powerful than I. In fact, I'm not even worthy enough to pick up his sandals. He will submerge you into the union with the spirit of holiness and with a raging fire, the Passion Translation. So then it goes on in Matthew, Matthew 3, 13 through 17, to say, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, It should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. So then another high point I wanted to point out about Holy Spirit is after Holy Spirit descends on Jesus at his baptism, he then leads him into the wilderness. Matthew 4, 1 says that the Holy Spirit leads him into the wilderness immediately after his baptism. And so the lesson that we can pull from this, I might do another episode fully on it, but the lesson is that sometimes you must be led by the Holy Spirit into trials before God can take you further into your purpose. So there's a little nugget there. Okay, so here's another high point for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit empowers us to speak boldly, giving us words, wisdom, and discernment. So here are a couple of examples that I have pulled that are my favorites. So Romans 8, 26 through 27, I may have referenced it last week, but I'm going to read this excerpt to you. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for Him. So this is a beautiful example I love of the Holy Spirit interceding for us 
So when we pray in our heavenly language, it is, I like to think this is what it's referencing here. The Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. So our heavenly language, we are praying in the Spirit and God knows what we are saying. Holy Spirit is praying on our behalf even if we don't have the words to say, and it is in harmony with God's will. And that, my friends, is the perfect way to pray, is in harmony with God's will. That pleases His heart. Okay, so another example of this that I love is also in Matthew, and it's Matthew 10, verses 17 through 19. And the context here is that Jesus is talking to His disciples, and He's about to send them out to minister to people with His authority. So Jesus says, Beware, for you will be handed over to the courts, and you will be flogged with whips in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and other unbelievers about me. When you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. Oh gosh, that is just so encouraging to me. Sometimes I think I don't know the words to say. Even when I went into that conference a few weeks ago, I pulled this verse and I was like, you know what? As long as I am letting Holy Spirit be there and I'm asking Holy Spirit to speak through me, then He can give me the words, the words of the Father through me. And that, my friends, is such an encouragement. So again, I'm going to go back over that high point. Holy Spirit empowers us to speak boldly, gives us wisdom, gives us words, and gives us discernment. And those are just a couple of examples there. Now, the last thing I'm going to touch on before I go into a couple of uh, questions is Holy Spirit speaks to us in dreams and visions and whispers. Now, I know some people call it a conscience or, you know, like a feeling or a a nudge or an intuition, but I'm here to tell you today that God gives that to us. God gives that still, small voice to us. That is Holy Spirit leading us to choose right and to do what God is calling us to do. And in reference to dreams and visions, we're going to go back to Acts. And I know we mentioned Acts last week, but it is kind of the marker in the New Testament for where the Holy Spirit falls and and the new covenant begins. And so I wanted to share this part of Acts with you. So it is Acts 2, verse 17, and it says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy also your daughters. Your young men will see visions. Your old men dream dreams. When the time comes, I'll pour out my Spirit on those who serve me, men and women both, and they'll prophesy. And friends, I believe that we are in those days. So I wanted to encourage you with that. How exciting that God promises this outpouring. The dreams and the visions, prophesying, 
all of it. God promises that. And I believe that we are in those last days. We are seeing God's spirit pour out more and more. And I love reading about it and I love living it. And I wanted so badly today to share this subject matter with all of you. And in fact, if I get a lot of feedback about this, I might do more episodes going deeper into the Holy Spirit because it is a never-ending well of living water. And Holy Spirit through us can be our constant teacher, our constant um, our revelation in what Jesus is saying to us. So I hope and pray that after hearing all of these verses, all of these references um, in the Old Testament and the New, that that your heart will be sparked, um, that your interest will be piqued, and that you, if you don't know the Holy Spirit, if you haven't been baptized into the Holy Spirit, that you look for that and that you seek that and that you ask God for that. Because if you ask God to baptize you in the Holy Spirit, He wants to do that for you today, sweet friends. And I just wanted to leave you with summer ahead with that encouragement um, that that it's waiting for you. Um, And that's exciting because after the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we can get into talking about all the authority that comes with being a co-heir to Jesus because of what he did for us and the blood that was shed for us. Okay, guys. I don't know if you're looking for something fun to listen to through the summer, but if you have not heard... Annie F. Downs has the greatest podcast, in my opinion, of all time. It's called That Sounds Fun Podcast, and it is with one of my precious friends, Annie F. Downs. She is a Christian author and speaker, and on her podcast, she shares some of her favorite things like books, faith, conversations, restaurants, travel, music, stories, interviews with friends, and pretty much anything that sounds fun to Annie. Guys, you're missing it if you haven't listened to That Sounds Fun. You are not going to want to miss it. So it's less like a podcast and much more like coffee with friends, and it features her favorite things and her favorite people. Episodes release every Monday and Thursday, and some noteworthy episodes are John Mark Comer, episode 328, and Ben Rector, episode 371, and NES Summer Series for 2020 and 21. And guys, I didn't miss a single one of those. If you like the Enneagram, I highly, highly recommend. And if you like fun, and who doesn't like fun, I definitely recommend checking out Annie F. Downs' That Sounds Fun podcast. I love Annie. I love her podcast. You should go check it out. And if you don't, you're really missing out. So listen and subscribe to That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs. All right, guys, we are back with the last half of this episode. So I posted a poll, as I mentioned, and I asked you guys to ask me whatever you wanted to ask. Um, All categories open, doesn't even have to be about the Bible. So here we go. I'm going to see if we can do a rapid fire of answering some of your questions. I got some good ones. And I may even reference old episodes because some of these questions are asking about things that I know I have talked about before. So yeah, let's just dive on in. So someone says, what is your workout routine? Well, I'll be honest, I haven't been in a gym in years until two weeks ago. Um, and I finally got back in it 
that was really more for my mental health than my body. I am ready to get strong again, but I do have three little boys. I have a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a four-month-old. So usually what I do or did in the last few years after having my babies was just a little at-home circuit, um, working on my core, and also walking every day. Love the sunshine, love the fresh air, and just love having some quiet time where I can listen for the voice of God. So that's kind of been my routine. I think I have a highlight reel on my Instagram if you want to go and check that out. That was after my first baby, but I've had a lot of people message saying that that was a really effective routine for them that they tried after I posted it. So there you go. Someone said, do you believe in visions from God? I do. I do believe in visions from God. I believe as I just finished up on the dreams and the visions um, of the Holy Spirit, I believe in visions. I have not had one personally, but I do have dreams um, that I will say are God God dreams. I mean, you just know. I don't really know how to explain them other than you just know that it is um, crisp and clear and it feels very real and you know that God is speaking through whatever has happened in that dream. So yes, absolutely I do. Several people have asked about Shay, about Dan and Shay, about their new album, when it's coming out. And they did just release a song with Charlie Puth. No, they will not be there Saturday. I hate to say it because we were excited about Charlie coming to town, but the boys have a show Saturday. Sorry, guys. Okay, I've had a lot of questions about toddlers, about kids, about parenting. I have an episode on conservative parenting, and that may touch on a few of these questions. It may answer, um, I've had a few questions about sleep training, about toddlers, about defiant behaviors, about private school versus public school. And we actually cover all of that back on my episode um, with a few of my friends on conservative parenting. So definitely go check that out if you want to hear more about that side of life. Let's see here. A lot of people ask about Shay, what it's like being married to him, um, about how we met. We also have a couple of episodes on that. If you want to go back, last year, Shay and I did a part one interview. And this year, actually, maybe three episodes back, uh, we did a follow-up interview to keep us up, up to current times. So definitely go check those out if you haven't. A lot of people have asked about having another baby. Um, (laughs) We're pretty fresh off of our latest baby, our newest guy. He's four months old, and I think it's too early to say. Kind of open to whatever God wants to do. It's, It's a little early to say yes or no. Four months is pretty young, and four kids seems like a lot, but give us a year or two, and I guess guess we'll see what God wants to do there. So not ruling it out and also not committing to it 100%. (laughs) So favorite country and Christian artists. So my favorite country artist, I'm partial. It's my own husband, Dan and Shay. They do have new music coming out very, very, very soon, and it's really, really, really good stuff. So um, stay tuned for that. And my favorite Christian artist currently is Brandon Lake. Anything he sings is just, I think, really spirit-filled, and I love it. Also, Cece Winans, You Cannot Go Wrong, such an anointed voice. 
Um, through the summer, I may be posting some some list of my favorite uh, songs, my favorite episodes, my favorite podcasts, that type of thing. Um, may do a weekly weekly poll just to see where you guys are and what you want to hear about. Someone else said, how did you really step into your purpose without overcomplicating it? Okay, that's a great question. Um, I think that stepping into your purpose is, it's a daily act. I don't think that there's necessarily one day where I'm like, for the rest of my life, I think it's every day I'm going to have to choose to just say yes to what doors God opens before me um, and also to be obedient if God closes a door before me. So I guess to answer that question, how do you step into your purpose without overcomplicating it? You listen for the voice of God. You say yes where He calls you. Um, And every day, every day, you die to yourself and you lay it down. And if you do that daily, then you will find yourself days, months, years ahead living out your purpose. So um, I, I think that that's probably the least complicated way I can explain it. Let's see here. Someone asked about choosing our boys' names. We have Asher, we have Ames, and we have Abram. Um, names are really important to me. Asher means blessed and happy and joy and that's what I wanted his life to be and he is he's such a joy everyone that encounters Asher is their first thing that they say is he's a joy and he brings light and and that's who he is um for Ames we kind of went with the alliteration um I'm an English person so I like the idea of it but a names are also hard and boy names are really hard I didn't know anyone named Ames, um, which I liked because I like unique and different. Ames actually means friend, and I felt that was fitting because he was going to be born and just be Asher's, you know, best friend because they're going to be brothers. And his middle name is Alexander, which means defender of men. That is my brother's name and was my grandfather's name. So we've got a lot of family names in the family. And then Abram we chose because... Again, it is a biblical name, father of nations. It's unique. You don't hear a lot of Abrams. And his middle name is Shay after his daddy. And Shay means gift or gift from God. And that is what that sweet baby is for us. So those are our boy names. And Lord help us if we have another and we have to think of another name for another boy. (laughs) But we'll get there if that's what God wants to do. Okay, I'm going to end with this. Did becoming a mom scare you? And if so, how did you overcome that? A thousand percent yes. Um, If you've heard any of our story, you know that Asher was a surprise. Um, So that was even another element of scariness because we both felt we weren't ready, but um, we had to be ready to welcome that blessing. So yes, I was terrified. It was one of the hardest seasons of my life, not because um, of my baby, but because of the growth that I had to do to become um, a mom that that baby needed. It is super scary, but a piece of advice I give to all women who want to become mothers is that there's never 
going to be a convenient time to have a baby. It, if you're waiting for the right time, uh, with air parentheses there, I, you're never going to get there. Uh, there's just never going to be a season, in my own opinion, uh, when the stars align and this would just be perfect and super convenient for life and for your schedule. If you want babies, have babies. And, and Lord willing, He will answer in His time. But if you're doing it and you're waiting until you're ready, I hate to tell you, but you may never be. Uh, so just trust that in God's timing— that will happen, but I do want to encourage you, if you're scared, don't delay because of being afraid. Um, because we have to do a lot of things afraid in this life, and the greatest blessing that God has ever, ever, ever given me or my husband is our babies. And to this day, we will always say we feel like life didn't really begin until we had those babies in our life. Literally, we say all the time, what were we doing before Asher came along? So I hope that's an encouragement. I hope you've enjoyed um, listening to some of these answers. So guys, as we wrap up today, I just wanted to give you all a heads up that I will be taking a few weeks this summer to take the kids to Arkansas and spend some time on the farm with family. And I hope that you've all got huge plans of your own, even if it's at your house, decompressing from <laughs> this school year. I know that things get really busy, but I did want to take time to give you one more little tidbit before we go into the summer, and that is permission. Not that you need it for me, but God does give you permission to receive this summer as you go out and you fill your days. I'm not a huge planner myself, but I will tell you, my mom groups for school have been blowing up about all the camps and activities and filling the schedule with all the things, and it kind of gives me hives. Part of me feels guilty um, or lazy, like I'm not doing enough for my kids, but I also have this still small voice, call it Holy Spirit, that is saying, let them have a childhood. Let them play and be unstructured and just enjoy the same outdoors that you grew up in. And so that's what we plan on doing this summer. And I'm going into it knowing that God gave me the word receive for the year. Um, and it's a really hard thing for me to do personally. I hate asking for help. And historically, I've also been known to be hyper-independent. And I've never been able to say yes when people offer help either. So the word receive has been really uncomfortable for me. But as the weeks have gone by, I keep coming back to it. And it's truly like God has just given me this gift. It's like His own personal permission to just rest in Him and to say yes to help, to ignore the pressure of performance and activities and just be. And so I wanted to share that gift because I think it could be a gift for you too as you go into summer. So today, I am praying that you will take this reminder as your own, that you'll receive this summer, that you will receive rest and joy, and yes, sometimes even help. Receive opportunities as they come and don't feel guilty about it. Receive what God puts in your path and recognize when it's Him who has orchestrated it. Receive peace in the stillness 
Receive His presence when you are soaking in time with your family. He wants that for your children. As any good parent, God wants His children to receive all that He has to offer. So I don't know where this lands with you today, but your summer plans may already be made and your itinerary may already be packed and your bags may already be packed. But I want to encourage you to take this time and listen for His voice. Ask for all of those plans. Ask if all of those plans are things that God wants for you. And just maybe He has something better. And for me in this season, that means that I get to run and play with my boys and snuggle them at night and leave the work and the distractions on off mode. And maybe, just maybe, He is doing a work by giving you permission to receive this summer too. Guys, I love you. I thank you for listening. If you have been encouraged at all, I would love for you to go back, write a review, give me some stars, share it with a friend, post about it, tag me. And while I'm at it, I will also add that I have a new Instagram account that is just for the podcast, not my personal. It is unexpected.hannahlove. So you can find me there. And even though I won't be posting episodes for the next few weeks, I will be present there. I will be posting polls. I will be posting encouragements on that Instagram handle. And I'll also be working on pushing all of these things to other platforms like TikTok and YouTube and all the fun places for everyone to be able to find. So... I love you guys. And again, I hope you receive this summer. I hope that you dig in. I hope you look for the Holy Spirit, that you pray that He falls on you and your family in a big way. And when we come back, I will be rested. And I know that God is going to download some more fun stuff for us to jump into as the school year begins and as the summer winds up. So guys, be safe. I will be praying over each of you under the sound of my voice. Love you guys, and I hope you have a great summer. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share this show with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark.